Hey, hey guys, uh, coming to you actually on a Saturday morning. And um, I knew that it had, it's been a minute since I've recorded anything. And, you know, I don't apologize for that shit. I didn't come on here to really say that I'm going to spit out a recording or a session for you guys, you know, every week or every month. I really started doing this during this pandemic because um, I know that when we are going through things, if we talk about it, we will find like-minded people that are going through similar things. And, you know, the whole freaking idea here is to, you know, be kind to each other, support each other and get through this shit, you know, to burn through these challenges, to burn through these limiting beliefs. And right now to burn through all the, you know, chaos that's coming with this pandemic. And as a matter of fact, I'm in, I'm in Virginia and uh, the governor yesterday announced, you know, partial, uh, we're not in full on lockdown, but, you know, Uh, new things are coming back, you know, limiting how many people can be in certain places and, you know, mandatory mask and all of that. And that's not what I'm going to talk about today. I want to talk about, of course, the responses that I immediately saw after that. And where now more than ever, you really have got to find a way that works for you to, I don't even want to use the word control, but to calm your chaos, to be able to divert your thought, the the track of your thought, the path of your thought system. And I'm not even going to use the word positive because fuck positive right now. I mean, there's nothing fucking positive about anything going on right now. There's not. But that doesn't mean that positive things can't happen. And that's really, you know, really what I'm going to ramble about today is just whatever you're thinking, if it's gutting you if it's if it's tearing you apart right now whether it's personal or professional and it's just tearing you up right now you've got to learn to cater to that thought instead of avoiding it number one and what I mean by that is you know avoiding it's just going to make it worse um you know there's there's two kind of people when it comes to overwhelm and and fear and things you know there's there's the stewards the spewers as I say so some of you guys are going to sit on it you know, and marinating that shit. And then you're, you're just stewing in it. And then, you know, it just goes rancid. It, it, nothing happens and there's nothing good that comes out of that. And then some of you are spewers because you don't take the time to just take a deep breath, try to put it in perspective, whatever it is that's overwhelming you at that moment, you try to put it into perspective. And I don't know what that looks like for you. For me, I ask myself questions. If you've ever listened to me or followed me or been to any of my events, you know, I'm very big on questions. Because the thing is, is that you have to question everything. Because everything that you are thinking has been taught to you, or it is a learned behavior, most likely for you to survive a a specific moment. Right? There is no feeling good all the time, right? There's, there, there's not. I mean, if you fall down the damn stairs right now, you're not going to feel good, right? So, but I'm talking about your actual thoughts and feelings. I think that if you put in the work, and I think we've seen hundreds upon thousands of people right before our eyes show us that this is possible, Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to become, you know, the next guru or anything like that, nor do you even have to follow the gurus, okay? What I'm saying to you today, though, is cater to your negative, uncertain, 
fearful, overwhelming, chaotic thoughts, cater to them and ask them what the fuck they need to move on. You get me now? You understand? Because if you don't cater to them, they will stay there, they will hang out, and they will wreck your life. So for me right now, I literally, no joke, I will tell you, I, I opened up my phone yesterday. I saw the, you know, notification that we were possibly going to be going back down into lockdown. And, and, and if you don't know, guys, I have, <clears throat> I've had, you know, dealt with anxiety, severe anxiety for years and years. <clears throat> and I mean, in that split second, I'm telling you, my head went to go spin, my heart rate went to go up palpitate, whatever the breathing, like I, I mean, like in a matter of seconds, 20 different physical things were starting to happen. And I was like, no, Brandy, no, no. And I did my little box breathing technique. And I'll, I'll share that, you know, later, if you don't know what that is, look it up. But that's something that's helped me out tremendously with my with my anxiety. Um, it's just a breathing technique that gets me to calm down. And, and it, it like I said, it works. So I did that. And I said, look, you know, for me personally, everything has actually been great in my business this year. We've grown tremendously. Um, but on the flip side of everything else, has it been great? No, it, it hasn't. I mean, I will tell you, I mean, this has been probably one of the loneliest times for me. I know I'm not alone and that's the difference for me. And I, I hope, I hope that kind of resonates with some of you out there that are feeling alone. You're not alone, but being, you know, you're lonely maybe, right? I'm a single mom. I've got two kids. I'm running a business. I mean, I don't have a lot of time and dating right now is nearly freaking impossible. And on top of that, I feel like so many of us right now are the real you is coming out and you don't know what to do about that, right? So I'm seeing a lot of people triggered. I pick up on that. And of course I retreat in the opposite direction as far as anything to do with dating. <laughs> But I will say that asking yourself these questions, whether you're going through something, you know, personal, professional, I'm, I'm sure you're going through all of it right now. I mean, if any of you guys are anywhere near with, the, you know, the rest of the crew, I mean, I know there's some people out there that seem to be not really phased that much by this. And, you know, I, I, I am happy for those people. I am happy that they were in a space mentally and physically and socially and emotionally to, to be there. And I want you guys to be there. I want to be there. And I think that if you're, if you're already in a second lockdown or you're going into one, I think, you know, this is the time if, if there's any silver lining that you're going to pull out of this situation, I think it's for you to take a step back and ask yourself, what feelings am I ignoring? You know, thoughts, feelings, emotions, am I, if I'm ignoring that I need to cater to right now? that I need to pay attention to, that I need to question where they are coming from. And I, and I don't mean like, you know, somebody pissed you off and these feelings came up because most likely a lot of times your reaction is really a depiction of, of things from further back, further back. Typically the way that you act, unless you've put in the work, you're reacting still to old situations. I heard this, actually this great, uh, quote the other day and it was like you know if you don't heal what hurt you you're going to end up bleeding on people that didn't that didn't cut you that didn't hurt you and and that's really what what happens right and that's where we have to 
you know, be patient with each other and we have to extend a little grace. But you can only do so much of that if you haven't healed yourself, if you haven't catered to those thoughts yourself, if you haven't burned through the bullshit that you've learned. And a lot of it is bullshit because you have to understand this is not about pointing fingers, by the way. This is not pointing at your mom or dad or the dad that wasn't there or the alcoholic parent or the whatever, whatever. I don't know. Because if you're 18 or older, which I hope you are listening to this, <clears throat> you're an adult now. You need to put your you know big boy pants or big girl panties on and understand that right now, right now, you're in a moment. You are listening to my voice and you're doing whatever else you're doing right now. And in the next moment, you're going to do something else and something else. And it's all your choice and how you react. You may walk outside and fall down the stairs. And I just talked about that. That's that's pain. That's physical pain. That's different. Understand what I'm saying. I'm not talking about you guys that are going through those kind of things. I'm talking about those of you that are walking around having your pity parties, that are walking around feeling tormented, that are walking around saying, oh, poor me. They don't understand. They're lucky. I'm not. People like me don't get to do things like that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. Fuck that. Where did you even learn that it's okay to talk to yourself like that? I used to do it. I am not being a hypocrite here and I am damn sure not judging you because I still have days I look at the mirror and I say those things to myself. However, now I stop. I stop myself and I say to myself, Brandy, this is where you are. This is who you are. This is what you are. And if you want to change any of those things, you are the only one that can do that. But why do you want to change those things? So many of us out there, of course, you know, still going on, you know, how much money people have and what they, the things they have. And, you know, do they have, do they have you know, the, the, the hair and the abs and the, you know, the Lambo, whatever, I don't know, like, and for me, and, and I, I will say this is where I feel grateful growing up without a lot, growing up poor, and also being on the other end of 40 now, I don't give a shit about things, and I don't care, you know, and I'll, I'd be bullshitting you and saying, you know, attractive people don't, you know, get catered to more, it, yeah, it is what it is, but where do we even learn what attractive is? It's just, it's just this funnel of questions that you guys have to understand that you can ask yourself to get yourself to a better place. Now, my mind races. My mind is all over the place sometimes. And even then, I have to ask myself one question and really stay focused on that question. I literally write it down so that my eyes can focus on it as well. So one of the big ones for me is I found myself doing really well this year in business after having very, very, very hard years financially, emotionally, spiritually, everything broken for years. And I, I found myself um, doing the self-sabotage thing. We, you know, had our first, the, the first month we, you know, we did a five-figure month, right? For example, um, you know, the first month we did, you know, 20,000, 30,000. It's like, I find myself sabotaging myself and saying, <clears throat> you know, I want to hold on to it. Like I want to grab on to that moment. And I, and, and you guys, like if you tried to hold water or sand, you know what happens, right? It just, it just, you, you can't hold on to the things that you really want. You can't hold on to them like that. 
There has to be an exchange of trust with you, your heart, your soul, and you know the universe or or God or your your spiritual, you know, higher being that you converse with to have this this faith and this grace and 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 to know that there are better better things. You you can't hold on to that to that one moment, and I think that's where a lot of you you know, aren't able to ask the hard questions like I'm talking about, because you know that when you begin to ask that question, it's going to kind of tear down that moment that you're holding on to from way back when that was, you know, kind of holding you together right now, or possibly tearing you down, who knows. So I, I really hope that you guys can take a minute, maybe grab a piece of paper. And I just, I want you to ask yourself some questions. And I'm going to tell you, it would make me so, so, so happy if you guys would, you know, tag me, if you guys decide to ask yourself these questions and you really come up with this aha moment, if you have this moment that you get to pivot, that you get to shift to a better place. And I know that you will, if you focus on it, I'd love for you guys to tag me or send me a message and just let me know how this goes for you. I love hearing these things, right? Because I I know how insane it was for me and it still is for me doing this and growing like this. So if you're, I'm going to go back to what I was, when I opened this up, I talked about being alone versus lonely. So I'm going to start with that question. Ask yourself, am I alone or am I lonely? Okay. And, And it doesn't really even matter right now what the answer is, because what I want you to focus on is am I alone or am I lonely? And when you answer that question, ask yourself, what's one thing I can do right now to not feel alone or not feel lonely? Now, <clears throat> you may let your ego get in the way and not let you let yourself reach out to someone or call someone. That's on you, babe. You got to you got to work. You know, there's there's these layers to this onion. You know, and 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 you're gonna cry. That's why I love I love the fact that it's an onion. There's layers to that you're gonna have to work through. But ask yourself that question: Am I alone or am I lonely? And what's one thing I can do right now to not feel that way? Now, some of you guys are feeling terrified, scared, uncertain because of what's going on. You know, and a lot of it has to do around finances. Um, you know, your job, your business. So, I'm gonna ask you the same question. You know, what what's actually scaring you? Now, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up two examples. I we intentionally pivoted our business last year before this even happened, before this pandemic happened. Okay. But then we had to pivot again. And we chose to pivot again because we, you know, we were thinking ahead. I'm always thinking ahead. I'm always thinking of the best and the worst scenarios. I'm always looking for an opportunity. I am an opportunist. Some people don't like that about me, but I am. I don't give a shit if the glass is half full or half empty because there's always an opportunity to fill that glass. So if you're fearful, if you're scared, you know, if you're freaking out about your finances, what's something you can do? And a lot of you are like, oh, you don't understand. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. I have seen more innovation and more ingenuity and more people come up with insane ways to make money, legitimate legal ways to make money 
this, you know, these last nine months than, and I'm sure it's because I've been paying attention that I could have imagined. And I'm, and I'm talking about some people that are super young, some people that are older. Age has nothing to do with this, what I'm going to get at. And I don't even know that knowledge has anything to do with it. I think it was the fact that some people just were like, what do I have to lose? I mean, that's kind of what this year is about, right? I mean, everything has gone to hell in a handbasket for a lot of us. What do you have to lose? So going back to that question, what can you do? And I'm going to tell you, there are a gazillion people still out there hiring. If you can gain the skills, if you will discipline yourself to learn something new and be bad at it and fail forward and realize you're going to probably feel dumb, stupid, whatever, you're going to get through that. You've done it before. That's how we learn then I think you can address a lot of those feelings going on right now. But really what I want to end on this third question is, do you feel happy and fulfilled right now? And before you answer yes or no definitively, I want you to define what happy means to you, excluding anyone else in that equation. Whether you're single, married, have kids, family around you, whatever, but you, what makes you happy? If you were in a room, what would you need to see, smell, feel, hear, taste, whatever, right? To be, to, to be happy. What does happiness mean to you? Define that. Know what it means for you and then to feel fulfilled as well. What does that mean to you? Because the thing is, is a lot of you guys have lived most of your life, if not all of it, allowing other people to tell you what happiness is and what fulfillment is and what success is and what love is and all these feelings. They have defined those feelings for you and you've never taken a second to define it for yourself. So you don't even really actually know deep down what makes you happy or you know I don't, I don't even know if some of you guys know when you get mad or sad I don't even know if you actually know why I think you're just reacting because that's what you learned I know that's the way I was I played the freaking victim most of my life because I learned that I didn't know that I could stand up wipe off the blood the sweat the tears and make the choice to move on into more positive healthier. I wouldn't even use positive because it's not always a positive transition, but it was healthier. And that's the ultimate thing is you guys have to be well. I mean, we heard, we hear wellness, God, for the last 10 or 15 years thrown around like crazy 20 years, but you do have to be well, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, socially into, you know, your, your intellect, you've, 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 well, I say you've got to, you don't have to, I mean, you can walk around like you're, you know, on autopilot, like a robot. And wake up on your deathbed one day, and I'm pretty, pretty sure you're going to regret that. Um, so, you know, if you weren't scared, if you didn't feel alone, if you didn't feel like, you know, you weren't smart enough, good enough, or all those things, what would you be doing right now? I mean, there's just so many questions you could be asking yourself right now to get yourself to a better place. And that doesn't mean where you are isn't good. But staying where you are and marinating, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, I just don't think that ever is going to turn out great for you. Now, once again, 
I'm an opportunist. It's not that it's never enough. It's just that I have that fire. And for me to keep that fire going, I have to throw logs on the fire, right? Well, the logs that I throw on that fire are going after shit, going hard, dry, passion. Because once I realized that I had the power, I held the power, that I made the choice to do that, there was no going back for me, ever. And I'm going to end this conversation. I want to talk about one thing in life and I want to talk about one thing in business. And this is just mindset wise and that I, I want you guys this, you know, to finish off with if you're, if you decided to take notes, if you decided to ask yourself these questions is what does the life look like for you in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? And a lot of you are like, shit, I don't know. I don't even know what next month's going to look like because of this damn pandemic. I get that. Allow yourself the space to answer this question. What do you want life to look like for you five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road? Who is in your life? What are you surrounded with? What are you doing? What do you feel like? What makes you happy? How are you contributing? What impact are you making? Answer that question. And then in business, in business, or, you know, maybe you're, you're working for someone else, I guess, occupationally, we'll go with that term. If you had the opportunity to do something else right now, besides what you're doing, would you do it? Now, I am not going to go into that, like, quit your job and go after your dreams. Because, you know, look, I, I dealt with that. I was a single mom, had to put, <clears throat> you know, food on the table and pay the bills. And I did a shitty job of that for a long time because I just was broken and I allowed myself to be broken. And so many of you are, are doing the same thing right now. And this is, you know, going to sound kind of harsh, but you're choosing it. After that thing has happened to you <clears throat> that has been holding you back all this time that you have not burned through, you're choosing it. Go back and listen to my podcast about choices. Everything is a choice in your reaction. And listen to what I'm saying. Everything is a choice in your reaction. Of course, you don't choose for shitty things to happen. Nobody chose this freaking pandemic, right? But you got to get on the other side of all the shitty things that are happening. You got to get on the other side of thinking that there is no good side. Because some of you guys have been in this shit for nine months to a year. And right when you think when we might be coming out of it, you know, it's, it's hitting us again. And I, and even aside from the coronavirus, we've all been in situations in our life, you know, where I think we carried on a burden and, and I love that word carried on because we are literally carrying it. We're choosing to carry that thing that serves you in no shape, form or fashion other than making you fucking miserable other than probably making you unattainable, unapproachable, undateable. And dare I say, some of you unlovable because you've been carrying it so long, you're, you're, nobody wants to be around that. You know, I, I, I had to learn 
you know, you can love somebody, but that doesn't mean that you have to be with them. And I've learned this in relationships and friendships and business and everything, because you're going to go down with the ship. And I don't really know the point of that. I, I, I think the, you know, the first slap in the face I got with that was, um, my second husband was, um, a drug addict and alcoholic. And I went to my first Al-Anon meeting and there was this couple there and, um, you know, the husband was, you know, there for the wife. And, and, and I assume when I walked in, which is, you know, there you go. Another, another thing I assume that, you know, he was probably the, the addict and the alcoholic, but it was her. And <clears throat> he had stayed with her, you know, all these years through all of it, you know, she relapsed and relapsed and went back and forth. And I remember looking at them and, and they were so in love and they were so fucking cute, you know, and they were all lovey dovey. And, you know, but I, I, that's when I knew that was the moment I knew. And I decided that that's not what I wanted though, that I could love someone and want the best for them and support them. But it was time for me to kind of love myself more, right? For me to learn. Now, I didn't grow up learning how to love myself either. Some of you had that great opportunity to, you know, to love yourself. So when you ask yourself the question about, you know, am I alone? Or am I lonely? Am I fearful? Am I all those things? And, um, you know, some of you might have came up with great answers because you had that support. And I'm extremely happy that you had that. But so many of you listening did not have that or you've forgotten. You've, you've forgotten about it. So while we're going through this process, while you're going to be limited on what you can do right now and who you can interact with, you're still with you every day. You still wake up to you every day. You still hear the thoughts in your head every day. So instead of letting them run you and fill you with fear and uncertainty and loneliness, why not choose to ask yourself some questions to get you to the other side? Why not cater to that negative thought process that you may be dealing with right now and ask yourself, what do I need to get on the other side of this? What needs to happen? Now, you know, you can go out and you can read all these books that are going to tell you, you know, get up at 530 and work out and meditate and, you know, exercise and write down your affirmations and do do crystals and burn sage and do yoga and sound baths, you know, look, I love all that shit. Personally, I do. But I don't think it's one thing that does it because you need different things on different days. We are complex. There's not one thing. If, and if there is, you're probably settling for that one thing. That's all you think you deserve. So but I am asking you, you know, take this up or take this as an opportunity instead of making it a prison sentence, right? Like think of it as an opportunity to ask yourself the hard questions, write it down somewhere you can see it. I write stuff on my mirror all the time in my bathroom because that's the first place I walk in the morning. And I'm like, you know, what needs to happen for, you know, <clears throat> right now I have three things in my mirror. I'm not going to share them because they're really fucking personal. And one of them, I don't know, I just like it's between me and me, right? But whatever you're going through right now, you guys, I'm just, I'm just asking you to give yourself a little patience and grace and have a conversation with yourself about why you feel the way you do, where you learn that, what you're going to do about it. And it doesn't have to be this massive action. I'm all about massive action, but it could just be one little baby step 
today to get you on the other side of anything negative that you're experiencing. And not that it's going to mean you're going to get to positive because growth fucking sucks and it hurts and it's not fun. But it's a hell of a lot better than staying stuck and miserable and where you are. But it's about getting to a healthier, happier, fulfilled, abundant space. And to be in that space a majority of the time, growth is is necessary. You're either growing or you're dying. Point blank. I'm going to end it right there. You're either growing or you're dying. Which one you want to do? We're all dying, right? Physically, we're all dying because we're not immortal. So, but are in those days, are you growing? Or are you dying? Are you growing as a person? I, I plan on doing it till the, till the day I can't, till either I lose my mind or my heart stops. So ask yourself the questions, give yourself some grace and some patience and some love Whatever that looks like for you, do not let everybody else define it for you. You define it. If you see people that are living the way you want to live, go hang out with those people. Find out what they're doing. I'm, trust me, I'm sure there is a pattern of habits and discipline there that you can learn to adopt, but you have to define it yourself. You have to make it your own. All right. I'm sending you guys all the love and strength, and I will be talking to you again soon. All right. Have a kick-ass day. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Burn. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. Leave feedback here to be highlighted on a future podcast listener shout out. Follow Brandy on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Brandy Holloway and The Phoenix Factor. We'll see you soon.